Hey guys, welcome back. Today we're going to discuss why altruism is unhealthy. No, no. Note. Another question from a listener here. Again, thank you guys for these. If you have a question for me, animus at animusempire.com. This listener, the question is specifically, how does the role of charity fit with my theory of psychology? Talked about altruism before. I think I may have even made a, a, a video about altruism before. Now it's based on anxiety and codependence. So maybe charity can be healthy, but it depends on the intention. It depends on the mindset. Yes, I think what you hint at here in the answer, in your question is the answer. Altruism, what we would typically call altruism, can be healthy. It depends on our intention behind it. And I think this distinguishes between healthy altruism and unhealthy altruism, which I think we needed to give healthy altruism a, a different name, beneficence, because it's a, com a completely different concept. This is something I get from Ayn Rand. Not, not that I'm a, a Randian or an objectivist, but I think she does clarify uh, concepts and it's really important. And she notes, wait, we use this term altruism for somebody who sacrifices themselves for somebody else, somebody who sacrifices a higher value for a lower value, but we also use that term altruism when somebody invest and in, invest in something more important than what they are investing so you know the somebody who feels guilty about their station in life feels like they have too much white privilege let's say and they need to give back right they they have taken something from the community because of their color of their skin for example and they need, and they need to give back right and in in a sense they don't feel good enough so the way to justify themselves is to give the, to other people. Well, that's completely different than some than a dad who, let's say, sacrifices, we could say, part of his income, 20% of his income to savings so his family has some place to go for vacation, right? That's a completely different uh, psychology of those two. But we call them the same thing, right? That That's the fallacy of conflation. And I think Rand, even though, again, I'm not a Randian, but I, I think she does clarify really important concepts like that. And this is something I definitely agree with. It's all about the mindset. It's all about the intention and what you're doing. This is true for uh, lots of psychological issues. It is not what you do. It is how you do it. Right? On the surface, you can have the two people go to a soup kitchen to serve homeless or to serve people who are hungry two different people doing the same thing but for completely different reasons and the the psychological outcome or how healthy it is psychologically can be totally different the one person does it because they think they need to the other person does it because it's a benefit to their life because that's something that they enjoy doing because of the connections they make with the people there it helps them you know taking that hour out of the week even if they're you know sacrificing their TV watching time, it's not really a sacrifice, right? It's an investment. And yeah, so altruism, specifically altruism, not benevolence, not beneficence, altruism would be, according to my theory of psychology, a form of helplessness. It is, in a sense, feeling the anxiety and being so overwhelmed by it that you don't feel like you can really confront it for what it is. So what you do is you say, oh, I'm, I'm not good enough. Oh, I'm helpless, in a sense. And I just want to give to other people. I mean, you, you'll probably see this a lot with uh, people who are you know, just uncomfortable with themselves. The willingness that they have to sacrifice themselves for others, you know, sacrifice their own belief to the belief of others or to what other people believe. It's astounding. And I think this is ultimately, you know, 
Ran, so this is a part where I would disagree with her. Rand would just call it irrational and be done with that, although she wasn't a psychologist, right? She was a philosopher. But it's my job as a therapist to say, well, why is it irrational? Why would people act in irrational ways? And the reason is they have this anxiety. They don't know how to manage. So in a sense, they dump it out onto other people. They act like a martyr, right? That is the person who says, oh, I have so much white privilege. I need to go help out people of color. That is martyrdom. So ultimately, if we understand how to manage our anxiety and where it comes from, and if we really are able to confront our anxiety for what it is, there really is no dichotomy between helping other people and helping ourselves. In fact, why we would help others, why we would be a service to others, why we would be, quote, altruistic, is precisely to help ourselves. Now, I volunteer somewhere once a week. I volunteer at uh, a group therapy. I help run it. I do not get paid for this, and and I, uh, but that is a service I do for the people there. Sure, I'm I'm there to help them, but I'm also there to help me. That is an enriching experience for me, and that is why I do it. And if somebody asked me why I do it, I would definitely defend myself. Yeah, I'm there to help people, but I am there to help people because I'm there to help me. But why is there a dichotomy between helping other people and helping me? Because you have this mindset based on, I would argue, anxiety that sees the, the world as like this win-lose place where you need to sacrifice yourself in order for other people to flourish. And this is why I go to group as well. I mean, I, I would say, so I volunteer at a group, but also I, I attend group therapy. And, and, you know, part of the reason why I attend is to yeah, receive help from others, not explicit help, but to hear other people talk about them. So, you know, I'm at group. I, I go to my own group to, to hear what Steve says, not because I'm trying to help him. Yeah, I am. But I'm there to hear what Steve says because what he says helps me. But I also have in the back of my mind when I share, when I talk about myself, I, I better do it in an honest way. I better do it in, you know, there's this artless, uh, accessible way because the more artless and accessible and honest and vulnerable I can be with my issues, I know the more that helps Steve. You're doing it for yourself, but you're also doing it for other people. And there's this, this compounding effect when you realize that this works in a synergistic way. How's that for 90s uh, exec you speak for you? Synergy. So, yeah, um, it depends on the intention. Are you doing it to uh, pursue pleasure or to cover up for pain? Common theme, I, I know I talk about it in my book, so it's what we uh, come back to here a lot. Are you working at the soup kitchen to pursue pleasure because it is, in a sense, an overflow of these healthy emotional resources that you have built up in your life, or are you there uh, to avoid pain because there's this, um, the, this hole that you're trying to fill with charity work? Um, I know that there's, I'm just thinking of this now, but people will call it a, a God-sized hole. You know, people are, are going around trying to fill up this God-sized hole, right? That's what a theist would think. And I understand where they're coming from. And psychologically, they're right. But I would say the more psychologically uh, precise way of saying that is you are trying to fill up a connection-sized hole. And that is ultimately the healthy way to both give and receive service. And I'll leave it there. Again, thank you guys for these questions. Animus at AnimusEmpire.com. If you have a question, we can help you um, distinguish between an unhealthy altruism and unhealthy altruism. It really comes down to managing your emotions, to get, becoming ever more emotionally illiterate. 
emotionally literate, not illiterate. So you can uh, just, you, you start to feel, oh, this is a good situation. I am, uh, I am being benevolent in this situation or oh, I'm being a little altruistic in this situation. Why am I doing that? You, you just get razor sharp intuition for these, for these situations. But that only comes from emotional management, which we will show you exactly how to do here at Animus, animusempire.com slash schedule. And I will leave it there. Thank you guys. And remember, it is definitely healthy to serve others, but only if it allows you to serve yourself.